Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. No, he's saying no. Which, where? Up there. Oh, yeah, there's a guy on a roof. A guy on a roof. You don't see that every day, do you? There's a guy on a roof. Oh, it looked like he heard us. He did. He just looked at us and went, what do you want? What are you looking at? Oh, can he hear us? Oh, he's got his mask on up there. I was just going to say he's got Bless his mask him. on. You don't want to get the Rona from that bloody aerial. That's it. We are, you know what we you are get? recording. Ban aerial disease. We're recording. Fa- <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Chickstree. My name is Demi Moore. Hello. I'm Ashton Kutcher. Or am I Bruce Willis? Oh. Or does she have a new boyfriend? Or girlfriend? Does she have a girlfriend? No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If did she you did, read her be, book? Be okay. No. Yeah, I got halfway through it. She's not a good writer. Interesting stories, but not that interesting. Yeah. Sorry. No, not I don't. Sorry. I'm not. No. I did. I did that with Alicia Keys's book too. Oh right. Yeah, I didn't even start it because I thought the same. Yeah. I haven't read a good book in a really long time. But I am reading a good book at the moment. We don't talk books very often, you and I. Okay, let's talk about a book. What are you reading? Well, at the at the moment, I'm reading a book called The um, Prettiest Horse in the Glue Factory. I think you've told me about that one yeah, already. By, uh, have we talked about it on the podcast? Don't remember. Doesn't matter. Have we, I'm Sam? still reading it. <laughs> We're recording face-to-face today. Yeah. We've got, we've got the dogs here. We've got yeah. Sammy via, via WhatsApp. Yep. And um, He's here. Say hi, Sam. Hi. There we go. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, so um yeah, I think you've spoken about that book before. Well it's it's written by a Brisbane comedian. And yeah. it's very good. Okay, I'm gonna borrow it after. Yeah, you really like. Well, I got it gifted to me on uh, iBooks by the Mr. Todd Abbott. Oh, it's an iBook. Head of ABC um mm. comedy. I can't I don't like the iBook. I like to hold a book. Yeah, me too. You know what? I, I totally tricky. agree. I totally agree. There, there is something beautiful in in the smell and feel of a book. Yeah, and sitting down with yeah. the book and you know feeling yeah. the paper. And you know what? And you've you are completely guilty of this. I've often been reading guilty a book. On, <laughs> I've often been reading a book on my phone mm. when people have gone, "Get off your phone!" Yeah, have. and I've been reading a book. I've done. Yeah, so I you you actually having a you. No one would ever say that to you yeah. if you were holding a book. No. So it's another reason why I want to ha- a real book. Yeah. Evie and I are doing a the uh, something called the alcohol experiment. We're on day six, yeah. and um, I feel fantastic. I don't know about you, um, but I've already come I've, off a ten like a seven day, and then I had one a couple of drinks, and now I've gone back again for a six day. Yeah, I did as well, to be honest. Oh, you did too. That's right. But I don't feel good. No. It'll take – I am I have a very slow metabolism. Like I'm the type of person that can smoke pot and not get a stone – not will get as stoned as other people but not for a while. Yeah. Remember when we made the cookie, the cookies? Come on. Remember we how long it took me? We'd never talk about the cookies ever again. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Yeah, so we're doing the thing called the alcohol experiment. Look it up if you're, if you're keen, if you feel like you've been overindulging over the – if you're in Melbourne, lockdown over the lockdown period. because I know I have certainly – so, yeah, and 30 days, you know, the woman who does it is great, Annie. She's, Annie Grace. Isn't she good? Yeah, she is really good. You, li- you have a lesson a day and you listen to a video and she gets quite – don't you do that? No. 
Oh, I just read the email. Okay. I don't want to focus on it too much. Yeah, I, Do I'm doing I mean? all the questioning, the uncovering um, yep, and the yep. like, how do you feel when you feel deprived of things where do you think your drinking habits come from oh, so it's really I didn't know they were there there's writings you can journal uh, like there's prompts and stuff so I've been doing that it's been quite eye-opening and you know the only thing that keeps coming up for me is what other people are going to think like what our friends are going right. to think because already the jokes have started about the like yeah you know not as much fun and you know not not they haven't said that. That's how I feel, that yep. I'm not going to be as much fun sober and like... What not, have the jokes been? Not that we can... Oh, there was just a comment about, you know, looking for a new... Um, Drinking buddy. buddy. ISO yeah. buddy. That's it. So you're not as Which much is fun. Fine. Drink yeah. sober. Yeah. Yeah. You would go there. Absolutely. I'm seeing said person this evening and we're going to have a little experiment. I might drink some non-alcoholic wine. I Just thought like you were going to bring some non-alcoholic wine today. No, I thought you were going to go across to the bottle shop and see if they had it. No. Remember? No. Yeah, that's what you said. That's what we said. Didn't. Yeah, we did. Sam went to a bottle shop and he took a photo of the non-alcoholic section. Did he? Huge. Yeah, there's a, it's massive in um, Dan Murphy's. I looked at it online. There's so much. Golly gosh. Available. I love it. So I'm going to try the rosé and I'm going to try the... Shiraz. Do you remember Maison? No. Well, there was this non-alcoholic, it's probably still around. When I was a kid, Maison, it's still in the, the supermarkets, still in Coles and Woolies. And when I was a kid, we used to walk up, like go past it and I'd go to mum, please, 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 can we get that wine? Can please? Oh. She'd go, no, no. And it tasted so good, but she would never let me have it. And I think it was because we didn't have that kind of money. Mm-hmm. Is it but like I also think it's because she didn't want me to become a little alco that without the alcoholic in it. But yeah. you know, seven year old walking around with a with a glass of water. Uh, that's wine. not a good look. Yeah, no, that's not a good look. Is that like Lambrusco? Is like that, isn't it? And Spumanti? No, no, they're alcoholic. Oh, I this thought Lambrusco was non alcoholic. No, no, God, Lambrusco was what I used to get tilted on oh. every weekend. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, my that's what my dad used to drink from the fridge. Donatello, Lambrusco, Donatello, Donatelli. T- yes. God. Blast from the past. Eight dollars for the bottle. It yeah. was cold. It was cold red wine. It, yeah. And sometimes it came um, aerated. Sometimes it didn't. Did it? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. What have you been watching this week? Anything? Well, I, I, I watched fun? on your recommendation. Mm. Uh, I may destroy you by oh. Michaela Cole. How good is it? It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. I got Sammy to watch Sammy's it. Sammy's nodding his head. And Sammy, did you finish it? He's nodding. Mm. Yeah. God, it's good. It's incredible. Mm. So I sent you that article about yes. her. So it's based on something. That you know, sexual assault that really did happen to her mm-hmm. in her twenties, and I didn't know that. So that was interesting. I didn't know that either. That it was based on a real mm. thing happening to her. She's a very good. Writer. Do you know she's famous? Well, you probably saw in the um, article. She's became famous first for an album as a oh, rapper I singer. I didn't finish. Yeah, the whole life. She's a rapper singer, and so she did a lot of the music in oh. chewing gum. Yes. But not in this one. Yeah, okay. Because okay. all the music – because, you know, I always watch things with subtitles. Yeah. I was thinking during this one, how are you going I with was it? fine. Because there was so much I didn't understand. I was thinking, I'm so glad I'm seeing. Really? Like, because, you know, is it 
in it, all that. What's good? You know, all that, yeah. like, just that bruv that stuff. Cockney, yeah. I loved that. Yeah. But I was thinking, God, I don't – sometimes I don't pick up on what she's saying. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's what I imagine really bogan Australians must sound like to to foreigners. Yeah. <laughs> just they don't open their mouths wide yeah. at all, do they, the bogans? Awesome. Anyway. Um, yeah, it's good. What did you think of it? I loved it. I thought it was very – like there's some really big punch in the face kind of feminist male patriarchy or just patriarchy stuff, mm-hmm. like real punch in the face stuff. But then there's also really subtle stuff as well that you sort of – that she writes into it, which is just incredible. There's one scene in particular where she, I think she's at the – she's in a maybe waiting for the outside of a club or something and this guy comes right up to her like in her face and says something and she's like what gives you the right to to you know she says what do you why do you think, think your opinion yes yes matters yes and just little things like that she I was thought. on one during that yeah. episode wasn't <laughs> she, she? Was. and it was funny because you watch that you know um in real life people who become um, quite evolved. Yes, the pendulum swing. Yes. way too far. Yeah, yeah before yeah. it comes back again. Yeah, and you have to go through she that. She goes friends, there. Like, especially with self help. Yes, you know, and stuff like people seeing things that they've never seen before, um, that you can't unsee, and yeah. you start seeing it everywhere, and then it becomes, you know, a, a diatribe. Like you really start spewing this stuff, yeah. and your friends yeah. just must go. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. And it was such a good episode yeah. because we've all been that her, yes. that her. Yes. We've that all been her, her. Yep. in that episode. That version of her. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. And we've been all of her. Yes. And that's what I loved that it was um, mostly um, black people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. But it wasn't just a black story, but mm-hmm. it was. Yeah. And yep. how the racism came into it. There was a beautiful scene not beautiful, but I really enjoyed it where they were having a party and one girl just goes, I am so sick of white people. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you know, how often are we privy to that kind of a conversation? Exactly. And we should be a lot more privy to it, but it's just not on our screens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not the world that is made for us. Exactly. Their world. Exactly. you know, when that guy starts talking about the animal activism and veganism and – Slavery. Did you do you remember that scene? Mm, was you working at the same time? Maybe I was sleeping. I wouldn't mind watching it again. Yeah, I want to go back and watch it from the beginning again because knowing where you know where it goes and going, oh, how much you'll get. Yeah, again. Yes, it's like reading a good book again, isn't it? Yeah. So a a good book, I believe I do have one. A book that I read every year. Yes, is worth it. What because is that? Mine is The Alchemist by Paolo Coelho. Yeah, that's a very good book. And I get something different. Yeah. Sometimes a little bit, sometimes a lot. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think it's so well written, this fable, that as you move through your life, it changes, it changes with, with it. you. Yeah, yeah and I think that, that's amazing. That is amazing. So there's that and... Um, I'm still watching Mr. Inbetween, which is such a brilliant Australian TV show written by a guy called Ryan Scott Mm -hmm. um, and directed and produced by Nash Edgerton. Mm. And it's such a brilliant, brilliant – and it showcases some awesome Australian talent as we have. Yeah. 
but it's a very dark comedy. Is it? Yeah, very. What's it on? I haven't seen it. It's on Foxtel. Okay. 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 There's only two seasons. Okay. It's hard to watch, but I think you you could do it. I yeah. think you could do it. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, about a hitman. Yeah, uh, yeah. But it's very dry. You'll like it a lot. Okay. It's very uh, quintessential. I'll try it. You know. Try it. You might yeah. like it. I think you will like it a lot. Good. I think I reached the peak of my true crime watching <gasps> with a documentary. Is it done? I just... I think you're done. No, I just... This is the, the most... The do- this is a story that has effect- that affected me physically, like oh. made me feel so anxious and sick, and I'm still thinking about it. Oh. Like I'm, I've got PTSD from it. Oh, what? Which one is it? It's on. It's on Netflix. It's called American Murder. Mm-hmm. The the couple next door or the family oh, next door. Yeah, yeah, seen it. Did I've you seen, watch it? No, no, oh. sorry, I've just seen this. So I don't I'm not gonna say anything about it because Sam's nodding. Yeah. Seen it. it is the the most horrific story that that I think I've and you've seen. You've seen a lot. Yeah, that I've that I that I've witnessed. That's, wow. Yeah, it's still it makes me it upset now. even thinking about it now. You you won't No? Yeah, I don't know if you'll Okay. Yeah. It's probably not not good, not good for you. Not for my little virgin eyes. Yeah, and it's ears. just. I mean, I just think there's. We've gotten to this point now where. So you are that desensitized, and it's still got you. Oh, man, I tell you. And then you know, Tash. How Tash and I are really big into the podcast. Our friend Tash Hosking, amazing photographer. She is. So her and I chat about. Pod, like murder podcasts oh. all the time and, and then all shows that we see and we're just like, oh, what about this one? What about this one? Yeah. And I sent her this and I said, look, this comes with a massive warning but, you know, I need to talk to someone about it. Like I need to just unpack it and yep. now that I know Sammy's maybe – have you mm. seen it or not? Yes. Um, I just needed to talk to someone about it because it just affected me so much that I just – well, I want to watch it so I can talk to okay. you about it. Okay, watch How it. How many but episodes I'm sorry. is it? It's one. It's can, a documentary. I can do that. I can do but, that. But because and you know what? I'm home alone tonight. I'm not drinking. Oh, well. I'm not feeling great about myself. Sh- I'm totally going to sit down and I'm going to pop that on with some popcorn. Don't. Don't. Don't and some do razor it. blades sitting next to me. Oh, God, don't do it. I'll, okay. You know what? I'll be on standby, okay, right, to, right. so you can FaceTime me and okay. just because you might need it. But, um, but you know, because because everything's recorded now, so the, the documentary is told through vision of the camcorder, the police wear, oh, as it? it happens in real time. And also part of the story is told through Facebook, um, like, blogging and videos. So it's right. very real and I mean, very black mirror. I can get look. I've got. Yeah. It's yeah. It's okay. Anyway, it's um, like kind of like remember um, Blair Witch Project. Yeah. All with the camcorder. Yes. It made it so eerie. Yeah. Because it was real. It's it ha- it's happening in real time. Even though time. that wasn't real. And that's actually something I want to go back and rewatch because mm. knowing how the story unfolds, the stuff you see at, in real time at the start, you're kind of like, oh, shit. Like that was right. that's that was that when that was happened. Like anyway. So, yeah, you've been mm. warned. But Jeez. if you do like your true crime, then no, get I, amongst it. I don't. Well, don't. <laughs> We've got a great Australian woman today but before we get into her yeah um i 
think you've got a chick in the now. I do. Chick in the now is something that we do every week where we salute women who are current. Not in history, but they are in history, but they will be in history, but they're actually on social media and we think are inspiring, empowering and someone that you should follow if you're not already following them. So that's what our chick in the now is. That was that was brilliant. Yeah, well, like, I just thought... Have pe- you been practising? No, but pe- <laughs> I thought people might come in on an episode yeah. that haven't listened to True. earlier episodes and go, chicken the now? What is that What is mean? that food? Chicken the now, like chicken, chicken the, the now. now. So who have you got this week? No, it's true. That's That was a very, very good description, Evie Jones. Someone I'll would think you were a professionale. Today I'm going to talk about Glennon Doyle. Glennon? Glennon Doyle. Do you know her? Have no, you heard of her? Never heard of her. So Glennon Doyle is a she she became famous because she was one of the first mummy bloggers back in the back in the day of, of blogging. She was a Christian mummy blogger. You've gone cross eyed dance. No, I haven't. Look at me. Um so she uh, has written books as well. She had a very public marriage breakdown. She wrote a book about it. Then she was with her publisher and she's at this meeting um, where she was doing a talk to all these librarians with all of these other um, authors in her publishing house and she's there having this meeting and she looks up and she sees this woman standing in the doorway and she said in her head, there she is. And she ends up going on and having a relationship with this woman. So she she gets divorced from her husband She's never kissed a girl. She's never done anything. But she sees this woman and this woman is Abby Wombok and she's actually the US uh, soccer team captain. She's won gold medals. She's an athlete. She's amazing. She's actually – she just a while ago, she was the leading goal scorer for women and men. Wow. Abby was. And um, Glennon has also written a book called Untamed which is one of the most – amazing books if you're a woman you want to learn how to get book. your power back I've and just your book. voice yes I think I might have that book do you that yeah I've been given it yeah it's read it it's it's amazing but she in that in that book she talks about all parts of her life but she talks about Abby and this is so beautiful she says when she saw her she said her face asked questions I knew one day I'd answer <gasps> Oh, wow. Isn't that beautiful? Very poetic. Yeah, she's a very good writer. She's also a recovering alcoholic and bulimic. Mm -hmm. um, And she started bulimia when she was 14. She Mm. was sent to a mental home because there was nowhere for her to go. And that was Mm. the only place her parents thought that'll do. Um, Which she talks about really fondly. She said it was actually really good that she went to a place that young that taught her about life. And had therapy and... Yeah, she's like, instead of learning about algebra, I was learning about why I had all these feelings and blah, blah, blah. She also has started a foundation called Together Rising. And she started it because a woman had emailed her and just was venting and basically saying to her that she runs a women's shelter for homeless women and that, um, you know, she's always trying to get funding and she couldn't get funding and this woman turned up with a um, newborn and she had to turn her away because she didn't have the money to support her. And it wasn't like a cry for help, it was just like a venting kind of thing. So Glennon rings her and says, 
oh my God, what can I do? Like, how much money do you need? And the woman's like, I need $80,000. And Glennon's like, okay, we need a plan. So Glennon came up with the idea that she would do crowdfunding based on the fact that people could only donate a maximum of $25. Yep. And within about – so she the thing went live at 8 a.m. Yep. and by 3 p.m. they had $80,000. Wow. So she's kept this going. So this charity is wow. – she picks – she chooses someone, someone yep. and she the said recipients. she'll choose it based on if the story breaks her heart or not. Okay. And if it's heartbreaking, she'll – and most of them are, but she says it's very hard to choose – She'll put it up for a certain amount of time. Maximum donations twenty five dollars, and she thinks that there's this psychological thing around. Yeah. If you tell people that you can't pay you more can't, than that, they will. They will. Yeah, that's and they'll true. Think, I would. Yeah, it's kind of um, what does she say? It democratizes um, yep. yep. charity, like giving. You do feel so more communal, don't you? She's raised uh, twenty seven million to date oh. for for these um, different for different yeah. organisations, different people. Um, she she's funny. Um, and hilarious. Her and her partner, Abby, are always on Instagram and I just watched a thing of this this morning about – and they just have these random couple fights, you know, about the toilet roll not being refilled and blah, yep. blah, blah. But she's hilarious. So, you know, it's all about – and her book is incredible. It's just about being in your truth and, you know, yeah, she's she lived is. a lie for a really long time in this marriage. Even though she loves her husband, she's got three kids, two, maybe two or three kids. Mm-hmm. can't remember. Sorry. But she just realises that this is who she was supposed to be and yep. she's she was, you know, in her 40s and not afraid to um, – Say change, it. change, yeah. yeah. Make the change. Pivot. So pivot, pivot. So that's oh. Glennon Doyle, and I've just started following her. Yeah, and Womble. Yep, Abby. Abby Womble. Yep, that's a great. Womble. Name. I think I said Wombuck. Yeah, you did, but that's okay. Sorry. It might be Wombuck. I just saw W A M B. Okay, <laughs> and went Womble. Sorry, Abby, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might be she might be why wouldn't she be so glennon we salute you yeah glennon who you got this week well i've got someone that's a little bit familiar mm. to us yeah and maybe oh to my God, some of our listeners do? yeah i know who it is um because i was just in an episode of yes. drunk history yeah which was the, about beryl mills beryl, beryl. mills Mills. Is this who, story is amazing, by the way. A, I don't know the full story, story so I'm, I'm well, it's, excited. Did you watch The Drunk History? I did, but I mean... Because there's not much there's more not, to it, but oh. I'm just going to say it not drunk okay. pretty much and then we're going to have a little chat about another thing that's happened. Okay. Okay. I'm ready. Um, before Strapped we go in. there, though, I just want to f- tell you a funny little story about mm. how I ended up on that episode. I was Please on do. the... Another episode, which was a very short role, small role, um, playing a Parisian opera singer teacher. Oui, oui, oui. I saw that one too. Um, whatever her name was, Madame Moncrier. And mm. the production company, they liked my acting. Mm. So two days later they said, we've got another episode. Can you be in that? Yeah. And it was like I'd have to fly up to Sydney and oh, do, you know. Back when you could do that. And I'd have to learn my lines really, really quickly. They said it's a much bigger role, this yeah, one. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing it. And they said um, it's about Beryl Mills. And I just went, well, I know I have to do it because my mum's middle name is Beryl. And I Susan thought. Beryl. And I had seen a, a clairvoyant who had said to me, 
the way your mum connects with you yes. is all the jobs she gets you. Yeah. She could never do that while she was alive. She yes. never knew how to do that. Yes. So she opens the doors. doors. Yeah. And yeah, this was a good that. one. That's so good. And I really knew that mum had something to do with good it. Good on your Susan because Beryl. not only was I playing Beryl's mother mm-hmm. in the episode, yes. but I got to wear a wig that was so similar to what my mother looked like in her 30s <laughs> that it was frightening. And oh, when she would be just loving it. Yeah. Mum. She would have laughed her head oh, off. She would have I could just hear her now. She would have gone, "Get out. Get out of it." Oh, get like out. this oh. isn't funny. <laughs> Cuz she'd think I was taking the piss out of her. Oh, you're just being silly. You're just being silly. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. To get it off. I remember when I put this um, picture up on my profile of um, a girl doing the splits. Yes. And she said, shit, I can't get back up. And mum goes, get rid of it. Because it was just such a hideous photograph. Get rid of it. (laughs) I still love that that comment. Love it. Anyway, Beryl Mills. We will put up on our social. Yeah. a photo of me as Beryl Mills' mother. Yes, we will. And um, we and will who played also... Beryl Mills? Oh, brilliantly played by Alexandra Nation mm. from Richie's season of The Bachelor. Mm. She did a great she job. She was so good. She was really good. Really talented. Yeah. And really great to... Wa- I watched her work. Yeah. She was really great to work with. The crew loved her. She was... She just did take after take, just whatever they asked mm. her to do, she kept doing it and yeah. she did a good job every single time. Yeah, yeah. So I'd That's work with cool. her again. Yeah. Okay, so Beryl Mills, Beryl Lucy. Oh, Beryl Lucy. You don't get a Beryl Lucy very much, no. do you? Do you know anyone called Beryl? No. No. No, no we'll get to that later. Shame. Mm. She was born on the 3rd of January 1907 mm. at Walkaway. No one's ever heard of Walk Away. Walk Away. It's so small. Have you heard of Walk Away? I think just maybe just Walk Away, Renee. You won't see me coming, coming at your front door. door. Just Walk Away, Renee. Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Who sang that? Rick. Daryl Braithwaite. No, oh. Rick. Remember that guy? He was really big in the nineties, eighties, and nineties. Rick. Rick. From no, from from Melbourne. He was a Melbourne boy. I thought it, I have Daryl Braithwaite Rick. in my head for some reason. Hey Siri. Anyway, yeah. Who's saying "Walk Away, Renee"? Because there's a famous person who did it, and he did a cover. Oh, the Four Tops. Oh Jesus, Jesus. Who did a cover of it? Right. Anywho, Siri's making interference with the microphone, so pop that over there. Oh. Um, walkways near Geraldton. Yeah. You he- have heard of Geraldton. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have mm-hmm. you ever been to Geraldton? No. Me neither. Okay, she was the fifth child and fourth daughter mm-hmm. of Australian parents Frank Ernest Mills and wife Kitty Gibbons. So that's actually who I played. Kitty Gibbons. Kitty Gibbons. And we have a friend called Kitty. We do. Kitty's a very popular baby name now. Yes. Kitty's very cute. I like that name. I know two people that have had babies called Kitty. Anywho. Beryl went Sorry, to Gerald. No. Like butcher. Yeah. Beryl went to Geraldton District High School. She was mm-hmm. awarded a bursary. Do you know what a bursary is? Uh, it's something to do with money because a bursar is a 
like an accountant. Very good. It's a grant. Yeah, a grant. Okay. okay. Good. Um, to a Perth modern school. Modern. Modern. Ooh, hello. Welcome to the modern, modern school. school. Where she became a prefect. I was a prefect. Oh, God, I wasn't. She was awarded a scholarship to to University of Western Australia in mm. 1924 mm. where she studied English and French. Oh. Smart little yeah. so-and-so. She won the swimming and diving championships and became captain of the hockey team. Yes, she Just did. a little overachiever and yeah. we are here for it. Yeah. In 1926, she went to training college in Claremont. Yep. Beryl's father sent a photograph of her wearing a bathing costume to the first Miss Australia contest created by Claude McKay and R.C. Packer Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to advertise the Daily Guardian. Mm -hmm. Mills became Miss Westralia. Miss Westralia. Yeah. (laughs) She won the National... Westralia. (laughs) She won the national title in mm-hmm. June 1926 at a luxurious ceremony in Sydney. Oh, gosh. I bet it was held at the Hilton or something. Oh, it would have been. No, was the Hilton? Hilton? No, no, probably would, the, no, probably would have been the... the, uh, the gazebo. No. Oh, the gazebo. <laughs> Holy poo. Um, when Mills took time off university, one academic commented that what she was doing was unworthy of a serious student. We don't know who that person is and that doesn't matter because they went on to do nothing. Say that bit again. When she took when she took time off to do the pageant yeah. from uni, yes. one academic commented that what oh. she was doing was unworthy of a serious student. Right, the academic said that. It would have been a man. Yeah. Well, you know, not all men. Of course. The Miss That's Australia tryouts included education, yeah. sporting ability oh. and poise. Oh, well, she had all those in spades by the sounds of it. Mills was presented as the ideal Australian girl. She began on a carefully organised promotional tour of the United States of America. Wow. That was what year was this? 1926. 26. She goes to the US. Mm. That's mm. incredible. Yeah, yeah. On a boat? That was one of part of the prize. On a boat? Well, she would have gone it on a would boat. Have been on a boat, yeah. <laughs> I reckon a ship. She would have gone on a ship. That would have taken three months. Do you know when I went on a ship, um, I kept calling it a boat, and the captain got angry with me. He really? goes, "This isn't a boat. It's a ship." Oh. And I went, "Ship off, <laughs> Captain Stubing." The love. The Why did they call it the love boat then? If it was on a ship. Yeah. Yeah, these are the questions that keep me up at night, Annette. (laughs) Okay, so accompanied by her mother, McKay. You, a.k.a. you. Yep. And Sir Frank Packer. Yes. Mills was greeted by mayors, attended balls, visited movie studios, starred baseball matches, displayed her swimming abilities. She probably floated. Yeah, did the back. We know all those strokes. We know those ones. Placed wreaths on soldiers' graves and gave wholehearted speeches. Oh, she was like the people's princess. She was. I can't believe um, Packer went with her. Frank Packer? Yeah. like. Well, he's the he's the head 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 honcho of. Well, he was just having a trip to yeah. the states. It's a long trip to go. Like it is. It's but not he, like he was, just jump he was on a... in first class. Yeah, 
he was up in the. It's a long way to be away from your business, though. I mean, maybe he was setting his roots for his US. Oh, I'd say very yeah. much so. She was a guest of the Miss America pageant at Atlantic City. Oh, Atlantic City. Sounds so glamorous. Mills won Miss America. Did she? Well, it says she did and became the first ever Miss Australia in 1926. So that doesn't make a lot of sense. But mm. maybe it was the Miss World. Miss World, yeah. Maybe that was what it became. Yeah. And I they just know. called it the Miss America. I, like you last week, look, there's there's not a lot on Beryl. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's all the same stuff. Repeated, repeated, repeated. I kept looking, I kept looking, and it's like, well, this is hard. Mm. Maybe born or bred can um born and bred can help us out again. Well, you asked them last I time did. to help us out. I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> While you're on it, girls. Um, in 1928, at St. Michael's Anglican Church in Vaucluse, mm-hmm. she married Francis Keith Davison. Mm-hmm. He later died in 1946. Oh. Yeah. He was Sad. a journalist for the Daily Guardian. So that's clearly how they met. Yeah. Because that's who she did the Miss Australia for. Yes. That year, Mills created the Beryl Mills Advertising Service. What's that? Well, it's um, a, a service that does advertising. <laughs> That's great. Like a marketing company, like an agency or just like – or do they make well, the ads? Apparently what are they? she was the first woman to start an advertising agency. Yeah, right. Um, that's all I know. Yes, but she's known for it, but not well known for it. But yeah. she was the very first. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, like, I mean, it's such a ma- like Mad Men, right? So it's that you know, like, think about yes, that. Like, yes, it's a very male. That's the, that's smoke camel. Yeah, make you look harder. And a very male women, dominated. Women should be in the kitchen. Exactly. And mm. I mean, for a for a woman to do that at that time, what year are we talking? Okay, we're 50s? talking twenty eight. No, we're talking what? We've just gone yeah, back in time. Yeah, that year. Oh, so she went... She went no, 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 the year he died. 40. He later died in 1946. He was a journalist for the Daily Guardian. That year, Mills created the Bell Mills so Advertising Service. Okay, okay. In the early 1930s, they'd moved to Melbourne and their daughter Judith was born in 35. Mm-hmm. She returned to Sydney by 41 and became a librarian at Packers Consolidated Press Limited. Mm. She met an American... Major Leslie Garland Calder. That's a hard one. Say it. Leslie Garland Calder. Leslie Garland Calder. Leslie Garland Calder. (laughs) Who she married later in 1946. Same year her husband died. (laughs) Oh, you know. To we shizon. To we shizon. At Drury's Bluff in Virginia. She Mm. married him. Right. When he retired, they moved to Florida and she died in July 1977 and left behind her husband and her daughter. So Mm. she only had her one daughter. Yeah. I'd say her name was Judith Calder. So hang on, where did she do the advertising agency? Here Uh, in Australia? In Sydney. No, in Melbourne. Oh, see, it's... There's some plot holes in this. There is some plot holes, but I'd say in Melbourne... Yeah. And then she's moved to, the to Sydney no, to in Sydney. 1941 and became the librarian. 
and <laughs> no, but the agency didn't open till forty six. Yeah. So okay. So she'd. Oh. Yeah. Well, this is this is what this is what you get when no one researches it properly for me. Oh, shit. You'd be very glad to know that something is happening. What's happening? I found an article that was written last year mm-hmm. and a new musical called Miss Westralia Stop has been it. written and it's been performed. And are you going to be in it? No. Oh. It's been already performed. <laughs> But oh, it's done. Yeah, it's it, been. It's out there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it had um, the article was from the playwright and director. Yeah. Um, and it. Oh well, I'll just Sorry. read it to you. Yeah. Um, her name's Madeline Clouston. Mm-hmm. Clouston. Mm-hmm. Clouston. Cloudston. Clouston. Mm. Anyway, mm. she said the story of Australia's first beauty queen ticked all the boxes when it came to choosing a story to tell. She said, we were really passionate about making a show with a really strong female protagonist. We just started looking into women in Australian history and came across Beryl and we thought pageantry is very theatrical and it will translate to stage really well. I think Beryl Mills Mm. should be a household name and sadly there was an article the other day that said the name Beryl is going extinct. Oh, extinct. That's why I asked you earlier, do you know anyone called Beryl? Mm -mm. We don't. Do you? No. Well, my mum's. Yeah, and her, apart from uh, Susan She was Beryl. named after her auntie Beryl. Yeah, it's a very old-fashioned name. Yeah. I mean, it's got that. But a lot of bring old, it back. Yeah, oh, just... because a lot of those old names are coming back. But Beryl yeah. is not one of them. Beryl. Beryl. Um, um, don't um <laughs> with me. Hopefully we can turn that around because she was an amazing woman and she has the potential to become a real Australian icon. I think we should have a statue for her. Yeah. Actress Helena Chilak or Silak, mm-hmm. who plays Beryl in Miss Westraya, mm-hmm. said her determination in a man's world was inspiring. Beryl essentially took control of her own future in a time when people would just expect women to do exactly what they were told. Yeah. She left Geraldton at a time when people thought she should just sit at home and become a teacher. Yeah. She went on to establish herself in a world full of men, which is she what you did. said. She 100%. She really did. She was Peggy. Yeah. Well, before Peggy because yeah, Mad Men's Peggy. like the 50s, isn't it? Yep. 50s, 60s. So um, this, was, this article was written in 1919. 19- what year are you in, Evie? No. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 2019. Yeah. Um, where it said the production will debut in Perth before it's taken to Geraldton early next year, which oh, is fantastic. 2020. I don't know if that happened, happened. because yeah. of COVID. I'd say it started. and Is it going to go national? Um, I it's it, I reckon it it did, but um, I reckon right. it will. Yeah, I well. So I hope it does. Yeah, that's it. Um, keep an eye out. There was no more. There was a, the same article kind of replicated, mm. um, and that's it. So I think we should definitely look out for it. If not, get in touch with the play people, yeah. the musical people, yeah. and say, "What are you doing with this?" Yeah. If you're listening right now, yeah. um. Madeline, yeah, Madeline, Clouston, yeah, Clouston, Cluston, Cluston. Okay. Do you, you know what? Just the pick English one. language just does. Oh, you. 
Yeah. What I, would you do with it? I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. Anyway, Madeline, yeah. please let us know if you're listening that this musical is going to tour Australia. Yeah, because, because you've got West two Australia. people in the audience right here already. Two tickets sold. Yep. Yeah, no, look, I think that's good. And I think, I think, yeah, you, I mean, you just, you skimmed over it. But she, she opened the first advertising agency, a woman doing that in the late 40s um, is pretty Huge, much unheard of. Isn't it? Absolutely. Mills Advertising Services, wasn't it? Beryl Mills Advertising Services. I love it. I'm just looking that up. Oh, she's doing a it's research. It's all the same. It's all the same stuff. It's all she's, the same. She's doing well, live research, people. I thought if I just people. look at her advertising, maybe it's still going, but it's not. It's not. Anyway, no. it's all the same. There is a death notice there, oh. but then it's the same, 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 same. Okay. Anyway. Well, look, it's it's fine. It's just a it's a quickie, and um, we've we've done what we wanted to do, which was shine a spotlight. If you haven't already, <gasps> yep. Go and watch Drunk History episode two. Seen it? Not you. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm talking to, to the collective. Oh, the people. They're talking to the people out there. That's what the community calls you. you. <laughs> um, if you haven't, people, mm. it's a bloody good episode. Not because I'm in it. Mostly it because I'm in it. But it's mm. a great episode. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Well done. Good. Thank you. It's your turn next week, as you know. Yes, Evie. Have you got someone in mind already? No. Remember, not. I'm not talking to you now, Annie. Oh. I'm talking to the collective. Okay. Remember, if you have any ideas, people, get, give us an email. Yeah, I've got a few people You've like on the on, on the, the yeah, list on the list. Yeah, I've got stacks of people on the list. I just need to pick one. That's yeah. the hardest part. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's just picking one because there are so many. Yeah. Um. That and then also you pick one and you think this is a great story and then you don't find a lot of information. Yeah. They're, that's frustrating. That is frustrating. But we knew we would come across that because it's about women in history and the history books are not yeah written about women. This is true. They're not. And it's very – it is hard. It's really hard. Um, I find that the um, the Trove website's really good because yeah. that's got lots of yeah, newspaper articles and stuff, which is which is good. mostly where the stuff comes from yeah. when you end up looking at the other yeah. research stuff. It's all come – it's all being replicated yeah. from. So that's it, people. We will um, see you next week for another episode of – Chickstree, your chick in history. Wow, good on you. You made it all the way through to the end. So these are just the credity bits, but don't stop because these are important. Please rate, review and subscribe as it helps other people just like you find out about this podcast. Executive producers of Chickstree are me, Annie Potatoes and Evie Jones. Our producer slash editor slash waterboy slash wineboy is Sam Peterson. Follow us on Instagram at chickstree underscore podcast and email us at mychickstree at gmail.com. Oh, and check out Sam's podcast, Confessions of the Idiots. It's great.